tonight, you are among the faithful few. In the body of Christ, pretty much everywhere, especially, I suppose, in America. May be different in some other places. But here in America, you qualify for the faithful. Amen? Amen. The faithful. And that's what I'm going to talk to. I'm going to talk to you about what you can expect. Vicki was sharing a word earlier today in the service when we were praying about expectation. Keep your expectations high. Amen. Keep your expectation on and keep it high. And as Brother Mike was saying a moment ago, stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stay stirred up. Praise God. Expecting great things. Amen. Expecting great things. Not moved by what you see or feel or what's happening in the world around you or what seems to be that, uh, that uh, could not be. It will be because you are faithful. You know, I was talking to the Lord back in all the stuff that was going on, you know, in pandemic days. You know, and we had, uh, we had uh, all kinds of stuff going on with politics. We had all kinds of things going on with uh, 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 pandemic. We had all kinds of things going on in, uh, in, uh, in the economy. And, and, and then things have continued to escalate in that area and even in wars and so many other things that uh, I was, you know, in the middle of all this, I was just praying earnestly. You know, and sometimes here we are, we're praying, Lord, you know, asking the Lord, what, I, I was just, you know, as a pastor saying, Lord, what, what do we do? What do we do in times like this? What do we do in these days and in these last days and, and in, the, in the times that we're in right now with all we're seeing and all we're experiencing and all the, you know, the enemy's endeavoring to do because he knows his time is short and his wrath is great. So he's endeavoring to pull out every stop and do everything he can because it's about to all be over with for him. Amen. And, uh, and the best is yet to come for us and the worst is yet to come for him. Hallelujah. Amen. But I was asking the Lord, and I don't know, I guess I don't even know if I, you know, expected to hear anything. <laughs> I mean, have you ever asked, and, and you know, just questions like that, and you didn't really get an answer, so you just went on about your business. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I didn't know, and of course, I guess I thought, you know, if I heard anything, well, you just, you gotta, you gotta really spend more time in the Word and more time in prayer and more time seeking God and this and that and the other. And, you know, I, and, and all of a sudden I heard the voice of God, I guess about as clear as I've ever heard it. And he said, son, just be faithful. And he said it in such a calm way, like, he, no, I'm not concerned about any of this and everything that's going on. He said, son, just be faithful. Just be faithful. And uh, he just gave me such a piece about it that if I just remained faithful, he'd bring me through, bring me out, put me over, victorious, triumphant, more than a conqueror, overcomer, hallelujah, cannot be defeated, will not quit, just be faithful. So thank God that for that word from the Lord. And of course, I went on and, and preached a while on being faithful. And uh, tonight, I'm going to preach it in a little different way because I'm preaching to the faithful. <laughs> you know, when you're preaching to the unfaithful, you preach it different. <laughs> you preach a different message, so to speak, on that. But uh, I'm going to preach to the faithful tonight. 
and share with you what you can expect. And of course, you probably already know, but maybe you need to hear it again. Maybe you need to hear it again. You know, I, I, I've asked, I don't know if you ever, ever ask anybody, what does it mean to be faithful? You might ought to ask that question. You'd be surprised at some of the answers that you get just asking a question like that. What does it mean to be faithful? And of course, most times people, you know, a lot of times they just think about marriage and, you know, and something like that. You know, what does it mean to be faithful? And that means you just... You, you just stick with the one you got, you know. <laughs> you just, you just, uh, you know, you don't get involved in any infidelity. And you know, faithfulness, even in marriage, is far more than that. Amen? It's far more than that. And it's far more even in the spiritual area and in church and in ministry and in the things of God than, you know, what little that we, we think it is sometimes. So again, I'll share some things today that may, you, you know, may, may uh, stir you in this area. But for the most part, I want to stir you in your expectations in this area, in your expectations because you are faithful. Amen. Glory to God. Now, to be faithful, like I said, you ask that question sometimes and people give you all kind of answers. But I want to start with a scripture first. I, I don't ever start with jokes. Maybe I should. I can't ever remember them. I certainly would have to write them down and read them. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, 2, it says, Let a man, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Now, we probably know this, uh, those of us here tonight, but it's required of God that we be found faithful. We are stewards, amen, and stewards of the gospel and stewards of all that God's in, you know, entrusted us with, and we're to be faithful with everything He's entrusted us with. And we're to be faithful with this glorious gospel and faithful as ministers of Christ, where every one of us are ambassadors, every one of us are living epistles, amen. And so we're to be faithful. But I want to talk about faithfulness. Uh, you take that one word, faithful, there, and look at it. So what does it mean? Full of faith. <laughs> faithful, you have to be full of faith. And to be full of faith, you have to be consistently hearing and obeying the Word of God. Consistently. I believe one of the best definitions you can come up with concerning faithfulness is being consistent being consistent in the things of God, being consistent in the things of God, being consistent in His Word and in His prayer and in praise and in worship and in seeking God and in serving God and in witnessing and in so on and so forth, consistent. Not just do it once in a while and when you feel like it or when everything's going well, you're just consistent. Amen. I, I, I relate it to that verse of Scripture over there, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. But to be faithful, uh, the definition we got in Bible school, if you want it, is to be reliable. Be reliable, dependable, trustworthy, uh, uh, loyal, committed, strict and thorough in the performance of your duties. Amen. If, and and, uh, and I, I like this one, just like clockwork. Amen. Just like clockwork. You don't ever miss a tick. You know, just like clockwork, you're just right on time, you know, all the time. Amen. So uh, when you look at that and you give these definitions, then you know why he said over in Proverbs 26, who can find 
a faithful man. <laughs> Who can find a faithful man? And thank God that you can find them. But they may be in this day and hour few and far between. But thank God, I believe I found some faithful people here, Brother Mike. I know that you, amen, are faithful. I know these, I believe with all my heart, these in this room here tonight qualify as faithful people. Praise God. So I'm going to call you the faithful. Amen. And you ought to call yourself the faithful. You know, God is faithful. If you want to be godly, you have to be faithful. Amen. If you want to be Christ-like, you have to be faithful. The scripture tells us that God is, uh, is faithful. You know, we were there in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 4. Let's just look at chapter 1, verse 9. He says, God is faithful by whom we were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So he is faithful. Jesus is referred to as faithful and as the faithful witness. And this Bible is referred to as the faithful word of God. God's word is faithful. I like Hebrews 10, 23, where it says, I hold fast to the confession of your faith without wavering, for God is faithful who promised. Amen. God is faithful. So if we want to be like him, we need to be faithful. Amen. So when you're being faithful, you're being godly, you're being Christ-like, you're being like the Lord, and, uh, and, and it makes a difference in the lives of everybody you are around and involved in. It makes a difference in your marriage, makes a difference in your home, makes a difference with your family, makes a difference with your children, makes a difference in your church. Amen. Makes a difference in your ministry, makes a difference in your work or your job or your career or your business, whatever the case may be, or your own ministry. It makes a huge difference if you are faithful, if you are faithful. And as we look in it, uh, thank God he is faithful and uh, in, in every way that he is faithful. Number one, he's faithful to his word. Amen. When, when we're faithful to his word, you can rest assured he is faithful to every word. He is faithful to every promise. He is faithful to everything he said to you by the holy written word of God. And he is faithful to everything he said to you by the Holy Spirit of God that lives and abides in you and speaks to you by his spirit. Amen. So again, as we're looking at this tonight, I want to talk about Again, uh, the, the, the blessings. We're going to get into that in just a minute. The, the blessings of the faithful. But before we say, uh, get into the blessings of faithful, I want to refer to one other thing that's connected with that when we talk about faithfulness or being faithful. Uh, turn with me, if you will, to the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 12 and verse 42. Luke 12 and 42 uh, we will see uh, something here. And like I said, there's, there's so much we can't get into about this tonight. But, but I just want to touch on one thing here. Luke 12 and, uh, and verse 42 through 44. And you could read more, but we're not. He says, and, he, and the Lord said, who is that faithful and wise steward. Now remember, uh, it's, it's required among stewards that we be found faithful. Then he says here, who is that faithful and wise steward? Who his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give them their portion of meat in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Or you could say, uh, blessed is that servant whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find faithful. Amen. And... Um, 
There's a scripture over there in, in, in Luke 18. You know the scripture we're talking about men ought always to pray and not faint. And he goes on and talks about the widow and uh, so on and so forth. And he gets down there. When the Lord comes, will he find faith? Or you could put it this way, will he find faithfulness in the earth when he comes? You ought to be saying, yes, here I am. <laughs> yes, here I am. Glory to God. But what I want to look at here, the faithful, the faithful, who is that faithful and wise servant? If you want to be faithful, you, if you want to be considered faithful, you have to be wise. Amen. Faithful is the same as being wise in the wisdom of God. Amen. That's why I'm convinced we need to pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him as the Apostle Paul prayed for us. But to be faithful is to be wise. And there's numerous scriptures that you can look at concerning this that I'm not going to take time to get into. But if you are, are, are faithful, you are wise. Amen. You're walking in the wisdom of God. The scripture that I think about over, is over there in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 through 27, where he says, you know, uh, uh, when the winds come and the rains and the flood, let me just read it to you. Amen. I can quote it, but I think, I'm, I think I ought to read it to you for you to get the fullness of this. We already had a word about storms here tonight already. But uh, so we'll just look at this. In Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. And he says uh, in the 24th verse. Again, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. Whoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And when the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house, it fell not. Say, that's my house. Glory to God. It fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And when the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon the house, it fell and great was the fall of it. Again, we're still talking about faithful people. He that is faithful, who is that faithful and wise servant? That faithful and wise servant is the one that builds his house on the rock by continuing to hear the sayings of Jesus and do them. By continuing to hear the word of God and do it. By being doers of the word of God and not hearers only. So when you see this, you see and know that wisdom and faithfulness are connected. And they are really one and the same. If, you, if you're faithful, you're wise. Amen. If we can go over here to the book of Proverbs and see where he said in Proverbs chapter 1, he said uh, in verse 5, he says, A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and uh, a man of understanding shall attain to, unto wise counsels. For a sake of time, we're skipping several verses. Verse 7, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And we could go over here to Matthew, I mean, uh, Proverbs, the second chapter. And uh, he says, My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, apply thy heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge and 
liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, uh, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. Uh, amen. For the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. So again, I'm saying you could, you could say here uh, the, the faithful, who is this faithful and wise servant? This same person that we're reading about here that is wise is also that same person that is faithful. And here we begin to see some of the benefits and blessings of it. Again, leaving out a lot of them, skipping a lot of them. I'm going to go down to the third chapter of Proverbs. And in the third chapter of Proverbs, we want to look at verses 13 through 18. Like I say, you ought to read the whole chapter. But I'm going to read verses 13 through 18. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. She's more precious than rubies and all the things that thou canst desire are not to be compared to her. Length of days is in her right hand. In her left hand riches and honor. Hallelujah. Her ways are ways of pleasure and all her paths of peace. She's a tree of life to them that lay hold on her and happy is every one that retaineth her. You could say this is the way it is with the faithful person. Amen. This is the way it is with those who are faithful because the faithful and the wise steward. Amen. The faithful, who is that faithful and wise steward? If you're faithful, you're wise. If you're wise, you're faithful. Amen. You can't, you, you can't be one without the other. If you're wise, you're faithful. If you're faithful, you're wise. And if you're wise or faithful, you enjoy all of these benefits and all these blessings. They just run you down and overtake you. They just come upon you, glory to God, from every direction. Amen. You can't outrun them. You can't get away from them. Praise God. They are going to follow you all the days of your life as long as you're faithful to God. Amen. I pray this, Brother Mike, for our church. And uh, I say, I thank you, Lord, that all our people are consecrated, dedicated, loyal, faithful and committed. Faithful and committed to you, first and foremost, Lord. First, faithful and committed to your word. Faithful and committed to your spirit that's in them. Faithful and committed to your will for their lives. Uh, and faithful and committed to the church. Because the church is his. This is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So I believe that uh, when we are faithful, and uh, uh, you know, again, a part of it is being reliable, dependable, trustworthy, loyal, committed. Amen. Just like clockwork. Amen. Hallelujah. Strict and thorough in the performance of your duties. Uh, doing what you do with all your heart as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. And there are, there are, People in here, I'm looking at you right now, that are walking in the light of these things right here. So you need to get your expectations up there real high right now. I say you need to get them up there real high for you and for what God's called you to do and where God has you and what you're doing and, uh, and whatever he has said to you, amen. Even if he said something to you and you were expecting it 10 years ago and it hadn't come to pass, uh, you still just need to keep expecting and keep that expectation. In fact, it ought to be increasing 
increasing and you just all the time saying, I'm getting closer and closer to it. Yeah. Glory to God. It's just around the corner. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the word of God's true. God is faithful. Amen. Hallelujah. And just as he said, hold fast to the confession of your faith without wavering for he is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful that promised. And he's made some promises to the faithful. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He's made some promises to the faithful. And as we look in the scriptures, uh, uh, let me, uh, before I get into to, to some of them, I want to look and see what he says here in Psalm, uh, a couple of verses of scripture in Psalm. I thought I had more than one down, but I, I just see one. So anyway, we're going to go with it. Psalms 101. Glory to God. Psalm 101. He says this in verse 6, Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land. Glory to God. Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land. They that dwell with me, he that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. So he says, the eyes of the Lord is upon the faithful of the land. The eyes of the Lord are upon the faithful of the land. He's watching you. He sees your faithfulness. You know, I think about that uh, scripture over there in Acts 10 where, you know, uh, uh, where, where Simon Peter was up there praying and, and, uh, and uh, that, uh, who was he, Pastor Michael? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the guy from Joppa there. <laughs> you know, he was, uh, let me go over there and read it. If I think about it, I, I just might as well go ahead and read it, hadn't I? Amen. It come up in my spirit. I didn't have it in my notes. He says, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a, a centurion of the uh, band called the Italian band, uh, Italian band, a devout man, one that feared God with all his house, uh, gave much alms to people and prayed to God always. Uh, he saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour the man, uh, of the day an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms have come up as a memorial before me. The eyes of the Lord are upon the faithful of the land. He's watching you. He sees you. Uh, what, you've, what you've done, your prayers, uh, your almsgiving, your tithes, your offerings, your serving, your giving, your doing, as a memorial, comes up as a memorial before God. Because he says here, my prayers and thine alms has come up as a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon whose surname is Peter. And you know the story. They sent him down there and he came to, uh, to his house. Amen. And he and his household got saved and the gospel was presented to the, the Gentiles at that time because uh, of this man here who, who wasn't even a, a Christian, you know, but a devout man who kept the word of God and obeyed the word of God and gave alms and prayed and, and, uh, and, and served and did many uh, things that came up before God. The eyes of the Lord upon the faithful of the land. It makes me think about that scripture, and I'm not going to look it up. Over there in Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9, where he says, The eyes of the Lord, amen, run to and fro throughout the whole earth, that he might show himself strong in behalf of him whose heart is perfect toward him. And he said here in this verse, 101 verse 6, Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me, and he that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. 
He that walketh in a perfect way. He that walketh in a perfect way. He that is faithful. Glory to God. And the eyes of the Lord are upon the faithful. And the eyes of the Lord are running to and fro throughout the whole earth that he may show himself strong on behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. You may as well get, to, you know, get your expectations on God doing great and mighty things in your behalf. Showing himself strong in your behalf. Amen. Hallelujah. Manifesting with signs and wonders and miracles for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, let's try to get over here into these blessing scriptures here just for a few minutes here. Now, we can go uh, to several of them, but uh, I don't have time for all of them. Matthew is where we're going to start at. In Matthew chapter 24, we're just going to read a few verses out of this, but I'm going to give you some homework. Read the whole chapter. In Matthew chapter 24, you read the whole chapter, and I'm going to read verses 45 through 47. Matthew 24, 45 through 47. Who then, what does it say again? Who then is that faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his house, whole household to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant. Blessed is that servant whom the Lord when he cometh shall find so doing or who shall find faithful. Now we know that we can, uh, you know, we can look forward to the day and time that when the Lord comes uh, and if we've been faithful, we're going to hear the words that we all long to hear. Amen. Well done, good and faithful servant. But I, I, I want to talk about something besides that. But let's go ahead and look at that. In Matthew chapter 25, we're not going to read all of that either. That, that's homework. But we're going to read just a couple of verses. Matthew 25, verse 21 through 23. And the Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You know who it was. He, you know... Uh, he gave them all his, his goods and, and, and left into a far country. And, and when he came back, you know, to the answer to him, he had some that he could say this to. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Well, I believe in this life you can be faithful in few and God can give you more. Amen. There's no doubt about it. And when uh, in the millennium, I'm convinced the ones that have been faithful to doing His will on the earth, they're going to be rulers over 10 cities or more in the millennium. And then there's even uh, in heaven, I don't know all that it entails, uh, the rewards uh, uh, that, that you will receive. I mean, if I just hear, well done, <laughs> amen, good and faithful servant, I I think I've already got the greatest reward. I won't be looking for anything else, but the Lord still will reward you. Amen. In this life and the life which is to come. You know, he talks about godliness being profitable in this life and the life which is to come. And we've already told you that being faithful is being godly. And so there's promise, uh, there, there, it profits you in this life and in the life which is to come in ways we don't even know, in ways we don't, can't even uh, imagine, in ways we've, uh, you know, uh, uh, that's exceeding abundantly above anything we can ask or think. Hallelujah. But we want to get to this place also where we're expecting right here in the here and now. 
<laughs> not to, you know, not everything in the sweet by and by and the pie in the sky. Amen. That we can expect right here in the here and now these uh, these rewards, these blessings, the, uh, these uh, uh, these benefits and blessings and all these promises that God has to the faithful, because they shall. Amen. I said they shall come to pass. Amen. And you need to begin to get your expectation up there because they are they. They are, they are promised to the faithful. Glory to God. They are promised to the faithful. Now, Luke 16, I want to give you this, this uh, 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 giving you a few that's a little bit different here. But in Luke chapter 16, we see in the verse 10 through 12. Luke 16, 10 through 12. He says, and he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in that in much. He that is faithful in the least is faithful also in much. You can relate that to a number of different things. I mean, anything that, that, that's re referred to as least in the scriptures. You know, the least of all the gifts, he talks about tongues. Amen. The leaves of the gifts. Well, if you're if you you're filled with the Holy Spirit, speak with other tongues, but you don't ever use it. Are you listening to me? If you're not faithful to it, you're gonna miss out on bigger and greater and better. Are you listening to me? Or if he have the gift of tongues uh, uh, to speak that's, that's to be interpreted, and you always hide that gift and you don't use that gift, and you you know uh, you're ashamed of that gift or afraid that that gift might offend somebody, and you don't ever. Are you listening to me? And you're not ever faithful. Amen. The Lord can be endeavoring to use you with that gift uh, so that he can begin to use you with gifts of healings and working of miracles and the gift of faith. Uh, but you wasn't faithful in the least, wasn't faithful in the little. Are you still here? You're going home. I know I got the faithful, so uh, you'll have to share that with your friends when you see them or the rest of the crowd when you see them. Amen. So again, you have to be faithful in the least. Amen. The tithe, I think, is the least. It's 10%. It's the least we should be giving the kingdom of God and to the, and to the Lord is the 10th. But when we're faithful in that, then praise God. Amen. He can uh, trust us with more and he'll bless us more. And they that sow sparingly reap sparingly. They that sow bountifully reap bountifully. And when we're faithful in the least, he gives us more. And when we're faithful in that, he gives us more. It works in every area of our life. It works in being faithful to the gifts. It works in being faithful to the, to the finances. It works being faithful to serve. It works being faithful uh, to that which is another man's. Amen. He is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust in also in much. If therefore ye have not been faithful in that in the righteous mammon, who shall commit to your trust to true riches? And if ye have not been found faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? So when you're faithful in that which is another man, then you're standing in line for God to give you that which is your own. Hallelujah. And sometimes that happens a number of times in life. I, I remember being faithful, you know, uh, first of all, in, 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 the, in the, where I got born again in the Baptist church. Amen. I was faithful there. And then the Lord blessed me and filled me and moved me on. Amen. And I was faithful there. 
to another church. And then I was faithful where, where, when he sent me to Bible college. And I was faithful when he sent Vicki and I out to Love Boys Home in Brookwood, Alabama. And so again, I'm getting down to these blessings. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get your faith up there for it, your expectations up there for it. So, so we can begin to expect in the here and now. Amen. Glory to God. I say here and now, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to emphasize now. Now faith is. Faith is now. Now faith. We're we faith preachers, aren't we? Now faith is. Faith is now. Praise God. I want you to expect now, glory to God, for the faithful, for the blessings of the faithful in your life. Proverbs 28 and 20, we all know it. What does it say? Proverbs 28 and 20, faithful, the faithful shall abound with blessings. Amen. The faithful shall abound with blessings. And Psalm 31 and 23, it says, the Lord preserveth the faithful and plenty, plentifully rewards them. Glory to God. And uh, amen. He plentifully rewards us. He preserves us. He protects us. He delivers us. He blesses us. We abound with blessings. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach my own self happy today. Praise be to God forevermore. So again, faithful, faithful, faithful should expect to flourish. The faithful shall expect to abound. The faithful shall expect uh, to be preserved and protected. The faithful shall, shall, shall expect uh, that if a thousand falls at our side and 10,000 on our right hand, it won't come near us. Amen. The faithful shall be able to, to, to expect uh, all the promises of God, all the things that God has ever said to us uh, for him to be faithful to it for him to be faithful to his word, for him to be faithful to his promise. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. So come, so brave. Get the list of Pufakansa, brave, leka, not some Pufaganese, ha, pakanumse, and get the Galagots de Prig, ang sotibasaha. And I'm a faithful God, and I'm a big God, and I'm a great God, and I'm greater than all the things that you can imagine. Oh, yes, greater, greater, greater. And I'm endeavoring to bring my people into deeper and deeper deeper things into, into, into higher and higher ways and into greater and greater things that I endeavor to do for them, through them, says the Lord. Uh, yea, even in this day and time, just be faithful and say, I expect, O oh Lord, I expect you to be faithful and you shall see that I will, saith the Lord, in greater ways than you've ever seen before. So let your expectations get higher and higher and higher. Oh, in the things that God has for you, for he has great things in store for you. He has great things in store for River Church. He has great things in store for Pastor Billings and his wife. Uh, he has great things for you have been faithful in much and you've been faithful in little. You've been faithful in many and you've been with many and you've been faithful with few. You've been faithful to pack up and go wherever the Lord said go and do whatever he said do. And because you've been faithful to those things that I've led you to do by my spirit, says the Lord, as well as those things that you've learned and known and do in the word, I, saith the Lord, even as you are qualified and called faithful 
I am your faithful God. And I have been faithful and I will be faithful, but you are about to see me, saith the Lord, be the faithful God that you've expected to see for many years and it shall come to pass and it shall come to pass suddenly and it shall come to pass in great manifestations and great demonstrations and yes, you'll see, oh, like you've desired to see the healings and the miracles and the blind see and the deaf hear and the mute speak and the lame walk. Oh, great shall be the harvest, says the Lord, because you didn't give up, because you didn't quit, because you didn't fall by the wayside, because you stayed faithful through the thick, the thin, the good, the bad, the ugly. You stayed faithful to God regardless of what you went through regardless of what came your way and therefore it is your day. It is your day. It is your time, says the Lord. Now is your day. Now is your time, praise God, to see the faithful God be faithful to his faithful ones. You cannot be faithful to me, saith the Lord, without me being faithful to you in a much greater way. So expect it and expect it today and it will be just as I say. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. And there are some of you just need to hook up with that. Praise God and just get in on that. If you've been faithful in this church, you've been faithful in this ministry, you've been faithful this to that which is another man's, God will give you that which is your own. Glory to God. If you're faithful in the little, he'll give you more. When you're faithful in the few, he'll give you more. When you're faithful where he takes you, he'll always, uh, he'll always take you uh, from, from, from glory to glory and faith to faith and deeper and deeper and greater and greater and more and more and better and better. Woo! Oh, it just gets gooder and gooder, don't it? Glory to God, it just gets gooder and gooder all the time. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. That's how we got in the ministry in the first place. He counted us faithful, put us in the ministry. And then we remained faithful and we went from faith to faith and glory to glory. And uh, the best is, it is yet to come and it is, and it is here now. Praise God. Now, 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 now. Castobre velikista mahata concebe. Atakunse mandigele de sabovelecki. When I first started the church, Pastor Michael, um, we had been serving a year at the boys' home, and then we went to Ramah for a year, and then we came back to the boys' home for a few more years. And in that process of time, uh, you know, uh, you know, we were endeavoring to be faithful to the Lord and he called us to pastor, to start Victorious Life Church in Foster's, Alabama. And uh, we went looking for buildings. I didn't have any money. But I'm looking for a building. I found one, I, I found one that, 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 that I thought was perfect. They let me rent it because it was being used for a community center and you could rent it for like $15 a day. You know what I'm saying? And it had just been newly remodeled. It was a schoolhouse, and everything we needed. I mean, it had the it had the auditoriums, it had the classrooms, it had restrooms, <laughs> it had it had the, the platform, it had the piano, it had anything and everything you needed, pretty much to start a church. And uh, and they wouldn't let me rent it. They rented to people for this, that, and the other, but they wouldn't let me rent it for a church on Sunday and Wednesdays. Had a board meeting, said, you can't rent it. We got a church right down the road there. Got another one right up the road. Got another one right over there. We don't need one here. 
and other things that came out later that you don't need to hear. <laughs> well, they, I, I'll tell you anyway. They, they said, well, we believe he might be a Jonestown. Y'all remember the Jones, y'all remember Jonestown days? Yeah, he might be one of them. They might drink Kool-Aid, you know. And, and these were folks I'd pretty much, know, some of them I'd known my whole life. But I'd left and gone to, you know, boys' home and Bible school and back to boys' home and now back to my hometown. And there I am. And I went to fasting and praying. Had a vision from God. And he showed me the old, my daddy's old barn being remodeled. Wow. So I was, I, was, I was praying in my camper trailer. And so when I left Tanny Hill State Park praying in my camper trailer and got that vision from the Lord of my father's old barn being remodeled and starting a church in it, I didn't want to do it. It looked like that building needed to be tore down. It was an eyesore to a community. And it was just old barn. I mean, it's going to have to be, have a lot of work done on it just to even use for a building, much less a church building. But I saw the vision, and I said, okay, Lord, and then uh, I'll do it. And I sold my camper trailer, took my money that I got from my camper trailer, and went down there, me and my brother-in-law, Brother Mike, that's been faithful for 40 years. This year, we'll be celebrating 40 years. And he's been with us from day one. And he... uh, we began to remodel that old, old barn. My mother first had to give me the acre of land in the old barn. That was a blessing. And then we got started and hadn't been started that long. And the Lord showed us, you know, because I preached a few, uh, let me see, June, July, August, and they stayed away in crowds. We went door to door and won souls and they went to the Baptist church and the Methodist church. They said, we're not coming to that barn. We, we, we're not going to go to church in that old barn. You know, it looked pretty good on the inside. But anyway, we, we, we had this vision of the satellite ministry. We started it up. And a man came down there and several people came. We, you know, and, and, and got saved and healed and filled with the Holy Ghost and and this man's wife got healed of cancer. And, uh, and then in, in June, July, that was, uh, that was in September. That was in August now. Then September. No, that was in September. Then October, November, he called me up on the phone one day. He said, I can't sleep. He said, uh, he said, Lord wakes me up and I've been having this dream. And he said, the Lord told me to do something. And he asked me all my kind of questions, you know. You know, uh, and I answered those questions. And it was kind of like, what's your salary? I had just quit the job I had and started pastoring the church. I didn't have a salary. But I was trusting the Lord. And he said, well, the Lord told me, to, he told me to, to hire, to, to, to pay you a full-time salary from my business and let you preach the gospel. A full-time salary. He said, I'm even going to add insurance to it. And he gave me full-time salary and insurance. And I was, you know, starting that little church down there in a barn. 
Then I started a Bible study in Asheville, a Bible study in Falkland. And, uh, you know, and then the next thing you know, we went on radio. And we were continuing that satellite ministry. So I was just preaching the gospel and somebody else paying me. And in church, they didn't even have to pay me. And he, he did that. And then I was driving this old rickety truck still. You know, what was it, 74 Ford pickup. You have to stop at the gas station and fill it up with oil and check the gas. <laughs> you know, smoked like a tar kit going down the road. And I was on the way home one day and went, boom! That was the end of that. The next week, he heard about it. He drove up in my yard with a brand new 1983 Mazda pickup truck that goes, hmm. <laughs> Diesel, 40 miles to the gallon. And then the blessings began to flow in there. We added to the building supernaturally, added to the building. And, uh, and expanded the ministry to radio ministries all down in the Caribbean Islands. And I was down there on the altar just weeping, crying one day. I said, Lord, how can you bless me like this? How can you, how can you do all this so fast and so quick and so suddenly? And so, I mean, I, Lord, I, oh, I, I was just weeping tears of joy and thanking God and praising God. And then... He said to me, he said to me, I, something I'd never heard him say before and, and wasn't expecting that. He said, son, you remember? You remember when I led you to that boy's home and you went up there for $200 a month salary and served? And then I led you to the rainbow and you went and then you came back to that boy's home when they offered you a job in Tulsa for $30,000 a year back in 1977, I mean 78 but you left it and you came back home and you went back to the boys' home. He said, and while you were there, you gave the car away you had to one of the boys that graduated. And that mobile home you had, you, you donated it to the boys' home. And then you went and lived in a rental house and started this church. I had forgotten all those things. There's some things you have forgotten. Those things happened over a few years period, but God said this to me. I would not have been able to have done this for you so supernaturally and miraculously and bless you in this way had you not been faithful to what I said in those things. But because you were faithful, that's what he said to me, because you were faithful. And I wept some more and cried and thanked and praised God because I forgot about him. I didn't even remember. I wasn't even thinking about it. I wasn't. You know, uh, I didn't do them to, to get something. I did it because he said do it. And was just faithful to what he said. And of course, it's happened again and again since then. Uh, I remember the last time, uh, one of the last times, I'll tell you about it. Uh, it happened with my wife. You know, he spoke to her about starting the Gene Brown maternity home. And uh, we were looking for a building again, for a home for a teen unwed mothers, that's what it was going to be. And we were looking for a building again. We didn't have money to buy one or really to even rent one. We were just looking and trusting God because God told us to do it. And then the Lord said to us this time, because all our kids were grown and gone, he said to my wife, I have need of your home. I have need of your home. 
for this home for unwed mothers. So it needed a lot of things done to it before we could, for DHR would say we were up to speed to have these girls in the home. And a widow gave us $35,000. And we did, we redid that, our home, got it up to speed, and Deborah became our first house mom. Feel the Holy Ghost on this. There's something in store. Are you listening to me? There's something in store here. The Lord's done some things and He's getting ready to do some greater things. She was our first house mom and we left. We moved out. And that uh, another lady let us move in her house. We was going to move in this little mobile home. She let us move in her house. And then, you know, we, we wanted to expand that home and do bigger. And, you know, uh, uh, Deborah moved on and we ended up you know, having to take in our grandchildren and our, and our daughter. And we were expecting a bigger house so we could take more girls. And then after a short period of time, somebody called me up and said, I want you to come preach at my church. I'm going to give you $100,000 for the Gene Brandon maternity home. Woo, glory to God. I got all excited. And I went over there to the church and I preached at the church. And then he got up in the pulpit and said, no, we're not going to give you $100,000. He said, we're just going to build that house for you, lock and key, paid for, debt free. You know what that was? That was about $300,000. And there my wife is crying like I was. Oh, God. How could you bless us like this? How could you do this for us? How could you do something great and so awesome and so powerful? And he said, you remember when I, you remember when I asked you for your house? I have need of your house. He said, you moved out of your house and gave it to a, a home for girls that didn't have a house. Miss Deborah moved in there and took care of those girls. One of those girls was in our church last Sunday with her 15-year-old daughter. Wow. That was born there. I'm telling you, that's where we are right now. That's where you are right now. You faithful people, you faithful few, you faithful ones, that's where you are now. Hallelujah. You didn't do it to get that, you didn't do it necessarily uh, for that purpose, for that reason, but you did it to be faithful to the Lord to his word, to another man, to his ministry, to your church or the church of Jesus Christ. And here you are in the position to abound with blessings for it to be exceeding abundantly above what you ask or think for supernatural provision, for supernatural increase, for supernatural manifestations and it may come in buildings and houses and lands and cars and it may come in thousands of souls amen and miracles hallelujah and healings and deliverances and woo, glory to God and a great harvest hallelujah and soon it'll and soon it'll come in well done good and faithful servant hallelujah hallelujah say thank you Lord Thank you, Lord, you're faithful. 
You're faithful, Lord. You're my faithful Father. Jesus, you're my faithful Lord. I thank you, Lord, you're faithful to your word. Uh, you're faithful to your promises. Uh, I thank you, Lord, you're faithful, Lord, to the faithful. Oh, Lord, and I thank you and I praise you, Father God, for what you've done, what you're, about to do, what you're doing, what you're about to do. The best is yet to come. Because, oh Lord, by your grace, I will always be faithful to you. And you will always be faithful to me abundantly. Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo! Hallelujah. Pastor Michael, I'm just going to let you have it. I went too long already. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs>